open on a scene walking through the long abandoned forest. Dead trees and leaves and foliage surrounds you at every turn. The fog covers your ankles as you trudge further and deeper inside of this forest. But through the trees you see a shack that looks like it's been abandoned long ago. The only item that's been illuminated by the blood moon above. As you approach closer, you begin to hear the sounds of what seems to be madmen who have lost their sanity long, long ago. You open the door, and at every feeling inside you tells you that this is a terrible idea. You slowly creep forward, and as you do, you hear the insane laughters of a man who has long ago lost everything that he once thought was sane. He lives in a world filled only with the terrible takes of movies and TV shows that he has continually been forced to listen to. In the other side of the room, a man who has obsessed his entire life watching all those around him kill everything he's ever seen. As he begins to emulate these people, he watches and learns from every single time that they have taken another life. And they both sit here now in front of you, staring at you as they prepare to sacrifice yet another review. This is the Same Wavelengths Podcast Halloween Special. Welcome to our Halloween special. Oh, boy. Yeah. um, This one's going to be fun and interesting, Tyler. Fun and interesting. Michael, it better be good. Yeah. um, I I think this will be probably one of your favorite episodes. It's going to be one of mine. Um, I hope so. If it's as good as the intro, then we don't need to worry about the rest of it. How long do we spend on doing that intro? I think we started at about 9.30, and it's now 12.30. 9.30 and now 12.30. three hours. 12.30 a.m., I might add. Um, no p.m. No, that... that, that <laughs> uh, a.m. Um, no, going through that intro really brought me back to my theater times of being a director. <laughs> Uh, it, that was fun making. Um, a lot of effort went into it on Tyler's part. I kind of sat there and just scrolled through and gave him my opinions. Um, I like how we went through it for like a whole hour and a half and then scrapped it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it happens. I mean, told you scrolling through Facebook and scrolling through YouTube and everything found a good idea. Uh, but I, I think it turned out amazing. Um, I I find it very, it's probably my favorite so far. It is yes, a lot a lot of effort went to it. And it sounds so crisp and so good. Um, now, this is our first Halloween mm-hmm. special. Um, we have one today, and then we are gonna have one on Halloween. So today, I'm gonna take the uh, take the reins mm-hmm. on it, and then the next one it'll be kind of Tyler in charge. But uh, uh, what have you been up to? Besides making the intro? Besides making the intro, you had all today off. Oh. So. Well, I got to go see I got to go see uh, Cheyenne, my girlfriend. Um, I drove all the way up to Waco to go see her, which is about a two and a half hour drive from here. 
Um, also found out that I've been getting everything delivered to the wrong address because I got this, uh, I got a fancy new microphone arm and a pop filter to hopefully make this podcast sound a little bit better. And, um, you know how Amazon, they send you the picture whenever you get like a new item in the mail and all that. Correct. They send me the picture and it's not my front porch. I'm like, oh my. I'm like, they delivered it to the wrong address. And then I look it up. It was the right address. My, my dad just gave me the wrong address. So everything that I've been like, sending here and all that it's going to the wrong place so i need to get my package i actually need to go talk to them tomorrow and be like hey i have a package coming if you could just not send it back that would be amazing <laughs> uh yeah I, i've had that issue multiple times of being being in an apartment oh yeah i don't see how you can um, get anything being in an apartment yeah uh we do in this apartment i'm in now we're in a, we have a nifty amazon package locker Very so nice. everything goes in that locker um now there are certain items that I want to my front door, not to the locker. Um, oh, like I, it, the giant, massive robot arms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Uh, I do. I do remember a little bit ago. Um, this was when I was in the house. Um, I ordered an end table for my bedroom, and very, very. Mo- I don't think I even told you this story. I, I, I could have, but it, no. um, I f- first mistake. I bought it off Instagram. Yep, okay. that was the mistake number one. And um, Instagram. Yeah. It had great reviews and everything. It was an end table, um, looked modern. Um, and the whole top of the end table was a uh, charging, uh, like wireless charging. And then the um, the sides of the end table were speakers. And I, I just thought it was so cool. Ended up buying it. It was like 60 bucks, um, kind of cheap, whatever. And they shipped it to California. And then it was supposed to come here, um, and it said uh, delivered. And in I looked, California? I looked, and California is just a random side of the street. Wonderful. So if it got delivered, it got delivered to just a random homeless man. Yeah, now. that homeless man, he just became the coolest homeless man. Everybody's like, hey, look at my magic table, and he just slaps down his, you know, syringe needle because they don't have phones. Right, right. I mean, they do need an outlet for it to work, too, oh. but... I'm sure they can plug it into somebody's Tesla. Yep. <laughs> Sheesh, Tesla. Uh, I, so, never never going to see that. I even tried messaging them, and, and um, another red flag, it was all in a foreign language. Yeah, uh, if you uh, try to message somebody, and first off, if the reviews at the bottom are saying, this is a very good table, I would very much recommend, and they all say the same thing, that's a red flag. Right. I mean... I've done some stupid things in my past, uh, i.e., uh, you know, GTA. I don't remember if you remember the whole spiel. Free, the whole spiel. Uh, free, a uh, couple million. Oh my god! Yeah, we won't. That, that's another day. We'll talk about that another day. That's but, a whole um, story. Halloween is your favorite time of the year, huh? Mm-hmm. Want to hear a little fun oh. fact about my life in Halloween? Yeah. Very first date I went on was on Halloween. Was it with Cheyenne? Mm-hmm. Cheyenne's been my only girlfriend for the Dang. past seven years. Yep. Dang. Mm-hmm. I mean, after seeing those tits, man, of yours, I don't yep, blame my, her. My lovely lady lumps. Heck yeah. We um, went to go see the movie Ouija. Gotcha. Okay. I've never been into that. The whole Ouija, Ouija board. Uh, it was I, all right. It wasn't a great movie. All that I have to say is get the fuck out, Sarah. <laughs> 
my dolly knows. <laughs> I know it doesn't, but uh, but Shine will get it and she'll appreciate Went it. Went straight over my head. Oh, uh, I, d- I do remember going into uh, what toy store was it? Toys R Us, and they had a Ouija board there in the uh, game board section. Yeah. Hello, boys and girls, let's go play the Summon the Demons game. Will you get Beelzebub? Hopefully. <laughs> oh, uh, shoot, but, I got Jeffrey Dahmer again. So, uh, I guess I have a little fun fact then. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's there's a bunch of Halloween uh, Halloweens from my past that I remember, but the earliest ones I remember and I have pictures of, I dressed up as a clown. And I think they were the same clown outfits, homemade by my mother. Um, oh, good. So you were born into the serial killer bloodline. Which brings me to it. Most of the serial killers come from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I uh, was born and raised a little bit in Wisconsin. But no, we we would all dress up as clowns. And um, for some reason now, I am terrified of clowns. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll dig that up later in our therapy sessions, but um, right. But for right now, we'll just uh, we'll lock that one back in the vault. <laughs> yeah, uh, put it in the back of my brain where all the trauma goes. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was supposed to be a therapy for me, but anyways, mm-hmm. Halloween special. Mm-hmm. Boy, I got a couple shows that I movies I want you to watch, but we only have enough for one today. Sadly, um, that is that is the truth. So. I have four that I've selected, mm-hmm. um, and the titles will come here in a second. I do want to say that three of these are my favorite movie slash genres, hmm. and one I haven't even seen. Very interesting. So, with that being said, um, I'm going to give you each title, okay? All right, let's go. Throw them at me. All right. First title is an anime, an anime movie. It's called Kiki's Delivery Service. I have not seen it. It's a Ghibli film. Um, Do you know what Ghibli film is? Uh, Your guess is as good as mine. Is it related to Jell-O films? Ooh, man. I feel bad for the comment if we ever get comments about this podcast give the so um howl's moving castle the fuck what you haven't seen that Have, no. that's not that's not part of it you haven't seen um spirited away spirited away i think i have okay um okay so kiki's delivery services from um give the film as the studio uh gotcha the next one is Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> and um, we could do the first or the second one. That, that, uh, that's the Harry Potter, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. How the fuck is that Halloween? Or is that just movie? They, they all, No, they always show Harry Potter on Halloween. What? They do? In what world? Oh, yeah. What? I've never heard of that. So, Harry Potter is on repeat on um, FX. I I remember as a kid, FX, it would, starting from Halloween all the way up to Christmas, reruns of just Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter. Yeah, I I guess you're right. I think I vaguely remember that. Um, The only, like, you see, I grew up on the other side of the spectrum. When I was growing up watching Halloween, it was Michael Myers, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. But, like, you know, when I was younger, I'd watch um, 
the witches one i can't remember in like the animated halloween towns and all that those are always good but yeah i I slightly remember harry potter being up there all right so that's title two Mm -hmm. title three is gonna be another anime movie oh boy mary and the witch's flower i haven't seen it okay and the final title Mm -hmm. you want to take a guess is it Halloween Kills? No. Okay. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, I've seen <laughs> Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I okay. can say that. So, with that, those are the four titles. Um, so, obviously, have you seen Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them? Nope, but I know Johnny Depp was in one of them. Okay, he's in both. All right. Um, so, that's a good one, if you mm-hmm. decide that. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service is about pretty much a witch who flies on a broom and we'll go from there um she has a very cute black cat very nice it's studio ghibli um and the last one was the or next one is the uh mary and the witch's flower which is kind of like a knockoff on uh studio ghibli films Mm -hmm. almost knockoff on kiki's delivery service not so much on the story but the characters um but still very good. Um, so with that being said, which one do you want to throw throw out? Sorcerer's Stone. Okay. Just because I've seen it before. It was a long so, time ago, but I've seen it before. I do want to let you know that we will... We're going to come back have, to... We are definitely going to come back to all the Harry Potter films. Oh, dear God. Um, I grew up... Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, Star Wars, The Hobbit, um, which is still Lord of the Rings, and kind of from there. All right, so Sorcerer's Stone, goodbye. Mm. Next one, which one are you tossing out? Fantastical Beasts, where to find them. <laughs> okay, so both Harry Potter films are out. All it's right, that's the, fine. The, the thought of the... Of an anime movie rather intrigues me right now. Gotcha. Okay. It'll be so I have my anime that we review. It will be. Um, so, do you want to go with the world-renowned Studio Ghibli Kiki's Delivery Service, or someone call it knockoff Mary and the Witch, Mary and the Witch's Flower? You know why? Why go with the knockoff? Why don't we just go with the real deal, the Studio Ghibli? Kiki's Delivery System Service? <laughs> Kiki's Delivery Service, yes. Um, okay. I, I'm surprised you haven't heard of Studio Ghibli. I have not. You expect way too much from me, Michael. Luckily, this is still the beginning of uh, our podcast and everything, so we're not going to get too much hate for it. Wonderful. Uh, I, I will give you a couple facts about it. Um mm-hmm. Throw them at me. So uh, it's it's an adventure and family film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from 1989. Mm-hmm. The runtime is an hour and 42 minutes. That's not bad. No. And um, you can watch on HBO Max, which I think we have. Thank you, HBO uh, Max. Not a sponsor, but <clears throat> thank you. <laughs> All righty. Um, I can give you the ratings right now if you'd like. Sure, go ahead. 
I, okay. I like to see what other people think before I go into it. Okay. IMBD, uh, IMDB is 7.9 out of 10. Above average, all right. Rotten Tomatoes is 98%. Jesus, critics or audience? Let me just quickly look at that. Um, Tometer, which is the critics. Audience is 88%. Oh. But you do have a lot of... Uh, it's, it's an older film. Yeah. Um, way older. So a lot of these boomers, not ba- boomers, but uh, Gen Z. Gen Zs. Taking over. Um, now, the release date... Uh, give me a second. The release date. Drum roll, please. Right. Hold on. Give me a second. I lost give my... Give me a minute. Right. So there, there, there is a live action that we're not going to touch on. Um, we are going to do just for the regular film for it. Uh, I can give you a little description. Um, Ooh, like a little synopsis or just a description? Uh, just like a little description or a little synopsis. Yeah. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, all right. So it's a 13 year old girl named Kiki. Mm-hmm. Moves moves to a seaside town with her cat uh, to spend a whole year alone in accordance with her village tradition for witches in training. Hmm. Um, after learning to control her boomstick, Kiki sets up a flying uh, carrier service and soon becomes a fixture in fix fixture in the community. But when the insecure young witch begins questioning herself and loses her magic abilities she must overcome her self self doubt to get to the get her powers back it's all about triumph yeah and it's a witch you know halloween so i thought it was uh a good film um so the cat the cat is cute uh, <laughs> the little black Michael's cat. Like running through my main three points. Um, <laughs> Studio Ghibli, and I really like the cat. Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. 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 Um, so, with that being said, I think we should... Uh, do you want any, any other information about it before we go and start watching it, or... Uh, I think I'm just going to dive on uh, head on first into this. Kind of go at it the way that uh, I had you go into the wrong turn. I gave you no information on it. I just said, uh, watch it. Tell me yeah. what you think. Yeah. I mean, I I think I might have given you... I guess you haven't even seen a picture for it. Nope. Um, I'm, I'm guessing it's probably in like the old anime kind of style animation where it's like... Um, I wouldn't say Naruto-esque, but it's like kind of a bit of a cleaner, kind of more vintage look to it. Yes. If I had to guess. Uh, yeah. Well, so Naruto was very, very late, late mm-hmm. '90s to early 2000s. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is. It's like Sailor Moon it, is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, it's more, more color, color pencil looking kind of, gotcha. but very clean looking, very clean, and Studio Ghibli. Uh, is has so many great movies. Um, so we're gonna start with this one and. 
with that being said, um, give us about an hour and 50 minutes and we will be back. We shall reconvene with our thoughts. Yes. Today's sponsor is brought to you by Brooms. And now we pass it over to your favorite co-host, Michael. Michael Becker here. Let me tell you about Brooms. They come in all shapes and sizes. Open your pantry. Is there one there? If not, then what's going to sweep your loved ones off their feet? Obviously not you. Get yourself to a local broom store or steal one from work. Big or small, bushy or not, they come in all great sizes. And they all are great. Hop on one and fly away. This is Brooms, and we'll see you later. Yes, we will, and thank you, Brooms. All right, we are back after an hour and 44 minutes of watching Kiki's Delivery Service. Before you bring in my co-host, Tyler, I just want to say a few things about this film. Um, This is probably one of my favorite Studio Ghibli films. It's dear to my heart, and um, it is an older, older film. Uh, It is PG. Um, It is from the uh, later 90s, but it's, or not 90s, but like 1980s. Uh, So obviously you're going from there, it can't compare to all their newer anime, um, just because it's, would say, a classic. Um, Now going going through and talking to some of my other friends about Studio Ghibli, they don't know what it is either. But I know... Y'all will have my back on this. Now, let's just bring him in, the man of the hour. Uh, Tyler, what's going on? Uh, Same old, same old. After that heartwarming speech you just gave, I'm a little afraid to critique it now. Yeah, well, I mean, I signed myself up for this. and Feels like I'm about to step on your dreams with nine-inch heels. You are, um... And I, I do got to say that this this is the first Studio Ghibli film I've seen, mm-hmm. or I saw. Um, I've seen just about all of them, and uh, that's why it's kind of very close to my heart. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy uh, j- just how cute it is, how like innocent the show is, or the movie is. Um, uh, but we're not here about me and uh, just loving all over it. We want to know what you have to think about this show. Uh, I'll let you kind of take away and you tell me. Um, not even tell me. I'm ready for my heart to be broken because I have a feeling that uh, it's about to happen. All right, so don't get me wrong. It's not like I didn't think the movie like wasn't good or anything like that. Like It was a good movie. Like You can definitely tell that. For the time that this movie came out, they put a lot of effort into it. Um, you said it was 1989 that this came out, or 98? Uh, no, it's 80-something. 80 80-something. 80 yeah, so definitely for 1980. Um, it does seem like a good quality movie. It does seem like they put a lot of effort into it. You can definitely tell. And I know you were saying... It's hard to compare this to movies that are out currently. And of course, that would make sense because, you know, with technology and everything. But for 1980s, this is a very nice looking movie. It was very cleanly produced. And uh, overall, the art style is really nice. I I actually do enjoy this kind of like kind of laid back, cool color tone patterns that they use in this movie. And so I it was definitely appealing to the eye. 
Yeah, very smooth. It looked very smooth looking. Mm-hmm. Um, it still had that vintage look. And, oh, yeah. But it didn't look uh, like it was just like an old movie. It just looked like right. that's kind of what they went for. Yeah. I, I do, I do like, th- th- this is more towards uh, the graphic demic of, like, children. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, that's why I believe the rating is G, mm-hmm. not even PG. It goes all the way down to G. So, uh, oh, yeah, it's definitely kid-friendly. Very right. innocent, yeah. and uh, I've already showed Noah and TJ it. Very nice. Probably a few years back, but um, those are my children. Uh, yeah. You're wondering, guys. Uh, so, uh, take it away. All right, so I like how it starts off. It starts off kind of the vibe that I get from the entire movie. It's just this very nice calm laying on a hillside with the breeze and listening to the radio and you kind of get this nice innocent feeling from it that I feel like kind of really carries throughout most of it um we are introduced to the main character of the movie obviously their name is Kiki um and it's just it's basically about a world in which witches are just kind of like amongst your everyday people like yeah she happens to live in what looks to be like more of a secluded kind of like small village, but it seems like everybody in the world kind of knows about witches and like they have an idea that they're real and all that. So, um, it all starts off with she like hears that it's going to be a clear night and all that. And so she's like saying her goodbyes to her parents and all that and how she's ready to leave. And uh, I guess this is some sort of like a rite of passage for witches where they have to kind of go off on their own um i guess kind of learn what their specialty is or kind of like right. what they're like who who they're gonna be pretty much right right it was a clear night to see the full moon yeah yeah, yeah for the clear moon, uh the full moon yeah and so she's saying her goodbyes to everybody she has her cat um is it Gigi? yeah okay that was that kept throwing me off throughout the movie because her name's kiki cat's name's Gigi. I'm like, could we not have just gone with like Jeff <laughs> or like Billy? Jeff. Just I something. Mean, he, has a, he has a Jeff attitude. He really does. Very. He gave me a lot of like a um uh what's uh, what, the dragon from Mulan? What's his name? Uh, m- mof uh mofu motherfucker. No. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, it's like Mushu. Mushu. Yeah, Mushu. Yeah. yeah. So he, he kind of gave me that vibe throughout most of it. So, she ends up leaving. She takes her mom's broom. Uh, she says her goodbyes to everybody, and she's just kind of she just kind of dips. Like her dad had a camping trip planned, and she's like, "Nah, fam, I'm I'm peacing. I got to go do this." And so she just straight up leaves. Like, and how old is she? Supposed to be thirteen, fourteen? Thirteen, yeah. Thirteen, right yeah. Passages, okay, 13, so yeah. I had thirteen here. I just want to make sure that was right. Yeah. So. She um she dips at thirteen. Um, I guess that's a lot more, a lot different from how it is now. Having a thirteen year old kind of go off on their own. I like I realize it's a witch and all that, but that seems dangerous. That's what I so, thought. Yeah. I also do remember that this is, um, it's obviously Japanese. Yeah. So, um, yeah, in, by eighteen, ja- yeah. Well, in Japan, you know, they skip. They can skip high school and go straight to working. I did so not know that. They, yeah, so their their uh, schooling is a little bit different. Um, obviously, it's more intense and more 
uh, yeah, just intense. Uh, but I don't know the age, but uh, they they do mature a lot quicker than us Americans do. Um, now, 13 years old is still very young to us, and uh, yeah, keep going. Yeah, and so now we get the ever so important and oh so sweet music montage road trip clicks on that radio she's like flying through and this is when the opening credits are rolling just to kind of give you what seems to be kind of like a lay of the excuse me a lay of the land of kind of how everything in this world is and you do have to take into effect that this is supposed to be an older movie it came out in 1989 and um it even seems like they're trying to go maybe even a bit more back in time with this movie. So it's not like old, like back in the day from 2020, it's back in the day from 1989. So it's yeah. like going way back, and that's apparent with one of the planes that flies by, looking like it came straight out of the Wright Brothers catalog. And um, and yeah, and we actually get introduced to our like first other witch, right? She's in the, in the sky. Uh-huh. And um, I instantly hated her. I have in my notes, um, can this bitch crash, please? I want her to absolutely take a nosedive right into the countryside. Because <laughs> right. she's just so high and mighty of herself. Did you get that feeling from them? or I did, yeah. And I, I think it's, inten- it's intentional. Um, uh, obviously, you kind of learn throughout the show that as a sweetened, uh, just sweet and like nice, kiki seems. Mm-hmm. She does seem a little stuck up too. Um, because she's a witch. Yeah, and so I mean, did you. Did you get that at all? Or no? Oh, definitely. That's in all of my notes. Okay, uh, it's consistently in here. Yeah, because, and reason behind it is because every city people go to. Witches are loved. Gotcha. So they're like a... Um, so it's not like they're just kind of known to be existent. They're like, oh, this is this is like a big deal. Well, yeah, they, they, well, they wait. They wait for the new witch to go. I mean, that's why they asked for the witch there. I guess each witch gets their own city. Hmm. Um, and they wait for the witch, and the witch goes there, and they help out the community, and they learn about their life. power or who, they're, gotcha. who they are, yeah. Gotcha. So it's like turf wars. <laughs> oh, kind of. If a witch rolls up to another witch's town, do they have a witch off? Do they like start whipping out wands like it's Harry Potter? I mean, when she met the uh, the bitchy witch up in the sky, she said she was almost done with her training. Year, yeah. A year of training. Um, but she said, that's my city. Or she asked, is that your city? And I think she said, yeah. Gotcha. And she flew off and went to the next. Well, yeah. What is her ideal place to be? She, she wants to be in a town by the ocean. Yeah. That's what she wants. She wants Very to be beautiful. able to... It, it takes me back to when I lived in uh, Rhode Island for like six months. Mm. Um, just kind of looking off into the ocean. Um, yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I, I look off into a, a lake from my house. Beautiful. I, I, just, I love water. So... She gets tired halfway through. Oh, no, she doesn't get tired. It starts storming. And so she's like, oh, got to take cover. And there's this train. And so she just hops right on in that thing. 
and she manages to somehow sleep not only through the train waking up but the fact that she's right above cows also so she is the heaviest of sleepers and like this train just like takes her and she has no idea where she is um based off of like some of the towns and stuff there i'm guessing it's somewhere in like sweden or like germany or something because like the bakery is called like the gusten dog or something like that mm-hmm. like i understand it's like it's a japanese movie and all that but you can definitely tell it's like somewhere in like sweden or it's in, it's in a european country something like that not sweden because sweden's right. landlocked but maybe germany but i think germany's landlocked also it's in some european kind of scandinavian country and so um also i'd like to go ahead and um so now she finds her city and it's it's a perfect ideal city too it's on the water it's on the ocean seagulls like exactly how she described it and so she yeah it's an alternative 1950s europe yeah uh where uh world war one and world war two never happened that's an interesting little factoid yeah but um so yeah so she finds this place and uh uh i guess now we uh we take a break and uh go ahead and say that uh on today's show we are reviewing kiki causes a 20 car pileup because as soon as she shows up she causes like the biggest not accident but like everybody slamming on the brakes and i'm like okay this is good <laughs> just everything so this place actually has cars and i wasn't I guess wasn't fully expecting that. Like I knew there were trains and planes and all that, but for some reason right. the whole automobiles thing still kind of caught me a little bit off guard. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I don't know about I don't know the whole background lore of this, but uh, it seems like every witch um, and their family kind of has their own uh, own small little town that they live in. Mm-hmm where instead of it being like 1950 it's like the 1800s yeah type of living and then they go off to the city and it's actually 1950s or so gotcha yeah and so like i said she's not used she's not used to seeing cars oh definitely not yeah like i used to like all that yeah i wasn't used to it when i first saw it i'm like there's cars in this so i could definitely tell that there's probably like a culture shock here and um and so because of that, we now we now have to make another transition, don't we? Because now, not only that, we are reviewing uh, Kiki becomes a convict because immediately after stepping foot, she gets stopped by the cops. Immediately. And so the police... And so when I was originally watching it, I thought... I got this feeling that like witches weren't a normal thing because everybody was like looking at her like she was crazy. Like... Like, they weren't too surprised to see that she was flying around on a broom, but at the same time, they were like, okay, so she's just kind of psycho. So I was really confused, and I kind of got lost there just a little bit because of the fact that, like, like when she first drops down, she's like, oh, hello, I'm a witch, and everybody's just like, yeah, cool, that's awesome, Um, see ya. And, like, that's it. They kind of walked away, like, almost, like, panicked a little bit. Yeah, yeah, Um, like... I got that feeling that, like, in my idea that this was, like, not a common thing almost is what I what I got the feeling of. So, I, I think more what it is, it, it was supposed to be a culture shock for her. 
And then because it was a random place, because obviously she didn't know where she was going. Yeah. She was a random train. It was kind of maybe witches never stopped there before. Gotcha. So it's kind of culture shock for them too. Um, gotcha. Obviously people around there know about witches, but they've never seen one. I'm assuming maybe. Gotcha, gotcha. And so now we are, we're introduced to like kind of one of the other main characters. And I know they said his name a whole lot. And I just want to try to make sure I got it right. I have it here somewhere. But is it, is it, it's like Tobo or, God, where did I put, do you remember his name? Gigi? No, the, the, the boy. Oh, Tombo? Tombo, that's what it was, it's yeah. Like tomboy, but Tombo? Yeah, I, I I kept hearing it, and I'm like, I I kept associating it with, like, Tommy or something like that, but I'm like, I know gotcha. that's not it. So I just want to make sure that I got that right. So it was Tombo. So yeah. now she meets Tombo, and Tombo's just kind of, like, talking to her and everything, and like, hey, how's it going? Like, oh, just all this and everything. And he's actually, the whole reason she's not in jail, because he just shouted out a thief as soon as the the police was talking to her and so that gave her time to like get away and all that and she just absolutely treats this man like he is absolute dirt beneath her feet like i instantly was like man kiki maybe she was the bitch witch because like i instantly got this feel like she's like how rude of you for not addressing yourself properly before talking to me and i'm like I literally have in my notes right here. You are literally a convict in this town and you would not, you would be in jail if it wasn't for him. <laughs> Just because the cop was like dead set on like, he's like, you're going to the slammer. And, and also while I'm on this subject, her voice actor doesn't sound like 13 year old. Her voice actor sounds like she's 30. Yeah, it tends to happen. Because I was listening to it, and I'm like, I have it so, like, and randomly throughout my notes, I'm like, she really sounds like she's, like, 30. Yeah, I mean, it's okay. And so now she you're rolls to, up. You're, you were able to get through it. Oh, yeah, I was able to get through it, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so now she's just kind of, she's rolling around in this in this town, and she's just kind of looking around. And this like pregnant woman runs out of her shop and she's like, oh, ma'am, you forget your binky. And I'm like, oh, maybe she's talking to someone down the street. No, she's talking to somebody who's already done like 13 flights of stairs and like two like blocks over. I'm like, how do you plan on getting to her? And so now it sets up the main point where Kiki's like, oh, I can take that down there for you. I can just bibbity boppity boopity give this ma'am back her pacifier and uh that, that that's the whole plot of the show she's like yeah okay and so she flies it down to her and she comes back up and like this woman just has an instant like connection with kiki and uh yeah. and uh her name is I, I have it but some of these names i have a bit of an issue with because not issue but i i struggle I, with sometime asano asano, asano yeah, yeah. Which, again, is kind of weird because that sounds like a Japanese name and they are living in, like, a European town. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
maybe she just so happened to find the one person there. I mean, Tombo, Tombo sounds like it could be European, but Asano definitely sounds like like a, a Japanese name, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah so, I mean, yep. I, I don't know. I think never looked into it that deep. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I know. Uh, because I, I grew up watching it, so I was already set on everything. Um, I was set on vo- the voice acting. I was set mm-hmm. on the names. I mean, obviously, like thirteen-year-old me, fourteen, twelve, didn't know the difference between a Japanese voice actor, the Japanese name versus. Oh yeah. Um. Obviously, we'd make jokes and all, but like I don't know. I, I thought it. I. I I'm glad there's a second opinion on this show mm-hmm. um, that I can hear, but um, it's hurting a little bit. <laughs> like I said, I'm not here trying to just shit on it. I'm just giving my honest critiques of it. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a yeah. very reassuring. Let's see who gets I'm... scheduled next week for 13 hours. <sighs> no, no, I won't do that. Uh, I'm just. Uh, I'm just ready for uh, for trick or treat, yeah, or whatever you pick. Uh, Alrighty, keep keep going. Yeah, yeah. She uh, delivery. Yeah. So it's actually funny. After she makes this delivery, she talks to the to the bakery owner, and the bakery owner's like, "Oh, you don't have a place to stay. Why don't you just say something? You can stay here. You can stay in the attic." And I literally have in my notes here. It's an interesting fact that you brought up the fact that World War the World War has never happened in this timeline because Mm -hmm. I put German town attic girl with a cat i was like i'm getting Anne frank vibes when did the nazis come rolling in oh god i was like oh god i was like they're gonna just start showing up but it's it's really interesting that was that where did you find that fact was it from like one of the writers or was it just uh i mean you just look you just look it up that's just just what it is uh the time or what times what is kiki's uh uh, delivery service time set in. Gotcha. That's what it said. Yep. Yeah. And um, while watching it, she like flips open this window, and I could have swore I've seen this before. So I may have seen parts of this when I was younger. But yeah. like, there's the, the window scene when she like opens it up after like finding her new place that she's staying. I really kind of yeah. was like, oh, this might. I'm like, this seems like I've seen it before. I, I'm surprised. I mean. Is that the only scene that you've, you you sat there like I might have seen this part before? I think so. Um, so there's another scene where she um, drops, she's on her uh, broomstick mm-hmm. and she slowly goes down and it's the camera view. The camera is inside the store looking out a window. Oh, I just hit my mic. <laughs> and um, she slowly, I mean, it's just, I don't know, it's just iconic to me. Um, and she drops down slowly. Alright, and so now now that she's got a place to stay, she takes her first kind of she takes her first delivery and it's to take this toy to go uh to this woman's nephews. Well, it was supposed to be like taking it to her sister, but it was like her nephew, but she didn't have yeah. time. So she's like, Oh, you can take it. She's like, Okay. And so she gets on her broom and she starts flying away and Tombo's there again. And he's sitting there, and this man just always seems to be, like, right where she is. And I'm like, this dude's kind of a stalker. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, without a doubt, yeah. 
And uh, I, it's funny. It's funny though, isn't it? Because uh, they were talking about in the very beginning. They were talking about you're gonna go to the city. You're gonna have so many boys over you. Yeah. And the first boy that attack not attacks her, but like gives her attention. She's like, oh, I'm better than you. How dare you dress yeah. like that? And I put in here. I'm like. Uh, I'm like, this dude's quite the creep. I'm pretty sure he's looking up her skirt because he would always just stare at her as he took off. I'm like, I feel like he's putting uh-huh. a little bit of extracurricular in the, in that yeah. there. But, um... I mean, it's a very popular thing in Japanese film just to show up skirts and skirts flopping everywhere. But she's 13. Um, I, I know. And, I, I mean, a lot of animes, it gets even worse. And I'm going to show you a bunch that... It's just random scenes and it's whatever. Um, they did a very good job in this one to be. It's just uh, like a blouse underneath. Yeah. And it's it's. And like I said, it's very G. It's very very. Um, very easy to the eye for kids. Mm-hmm. But but yeah. So now she this is her first delivery. So she's like real excited about it, right. and she goes up like really really high. And uh, she drops back down, and I tell you, I felt that. Like, you know that feeling that you get whenever you're, like, on a roller coaster and it dips down and you feel it, like, in your in your gut? And, like, right. and for a, a yeah. lack of a better description, like, right in your balls? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I felt that. I'm like, oh, God. Because <laughs> she just went <laughs> straight down. I'm like, oh. And so that hurt. But she's, like, flying to go do this first delivery, and these geese roll up behind her. First off, geese are dicks. Those geese would have immediately attacked her. Geese are just assholes. Like, have you ever been around a wild geese? Uh, wild and not wild, yeah. Are they dicks? Um, when you get when you get in their way, yeah, they become a real dick. Oh yeah, she got right in their way. Like they rolled up on her, and instead of being like, "Yo, why is this fucking lady up here?" They told the cat, hey, there's a gust of wind coming, and it wasn't a gust of wind. It completely shit on all these geese. Like, they got absolutely yeeted, and she's like, huh, is that a gust of wind? And then she gets yeeted, and I'm like, oh, dear God. I was like, she's going to die, and it's only like 20 minutes into the middle of the movie. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so after she got absolutely, like, just completely destroyed by this, she falls, and, like, all these birds are mad at her because they think she, she stole their eggs and she starts flying away and i even wrote it down here before i saw it but the flap on the cage kept opening so you could see like inside of it and right. i saw it was empty and i'm like there's nothing in the cage and i thought maybe that was just the animation error but no there was it had actually fallen out of the cage and i thought that was like really cool how they don't really skip on any of the small details like if you look inside the cage after the thing fell out it like they actually took the time in to make sure that you saw that there was like nothing in the cage. Right. So we, I, I really we, we liked like that. seeing it before the, mm-hmm. um, at, before the character sees it. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of their films do a very good job of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so now they have a problem because she has to make this delivery, but they don't have the toy and they can't find the cat. So the cat, well, the cat, the toy looked just like the cat. Gigi. Right. Yep. And so she's like, Gigi, I'm going to need you to just be the toy for a little bit. And he does a spot-on job. She drops it off. She's like, yo, I got a dip. And so Gigi just be- basically becomes a kid's toy for probably two hours because she ends up finding the toy. But the toy is like in the house of this person in the woods. Who right. just kinda- well, when she dropped off the uh, 
toy. The kid didn't even want the toy. Oh, no, the kid was the kid absolutely wa- spoiled. The kid wanted the birdcage that the toy was in yeah. and gave the toy to the dog, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't yeah. care about the toy. He was definitely spoiled, which kind of seems to be a theme throughout this entire entire movie. It's just people being spoiled. And so she goes back to get this toy, and it's at the house, and like I said, in the woods. And I was expecting like an old hermit or something, but no, it's this character named Ursula, who she is a painter, and she's up on top of the house. She's like painting the the birds and all that. And she's like, hey, that toy... I dropped it. Is it, can I like have it back? She's like, yeah, sure. Don't worry about it. And she goes and like the head's falling off and she's like, Oh, what am I going to, what am I going to do? I'm supposed to deliver this. She's like, Oh, I can fix it for you, but you got to do something for me first. And she just straight up cleans this woman's house. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, she told Gigi that she was going to like hurry, but this had to have taken like an hour and a half. Like this was not like a quick do it and go type of deal. So she just spent so much time on waiting for her to fix it. But she ends up getting back to the house. And at this point, like Gigi's been terrified because this house has a Beethoven dog or not. It's um, it's a Mastiff, not a Beethoven dog. It's just that's yeah. the movie, a big old Mastiff. And like this entire time, I'm like this dog's just going to eat this cat, isn't he? I'm like, I'm just waiting for it because I'm like, there's no way this goes good. And he's like, he's even curled up around the cat. I'm like, okay, he's going to be like territorial of it and this is going to be a big thing. And then randomly, the dog just picks up the cat, walks to the front door, does his little scratch thing. And first off, the kid doesn't even care that the dog has it. He's like, okay, yeah, whatever. And so he goes and lets the dog out with the cat toy that his aunt just got him. And he walks outside and Kiki comes running out and Gigi's like, oh yeah, he's like a really good dog. He's like super nice and everything. And so I was, it completely took a wild turn that I wasn't expecting. I was, I was 100% expecting that dog to just absolutely like eat this cat, like without a moment's notice. Right. But no, he, uh. They actually end up kind of getting out of there pretty scot-free for the most part, I'd say. Like, yeah, it was a bit nerve-wracking. They're like, man, we're so tired and everything. It's been a long day. Y'all made one delivery all day, and you barely she got that She cleaned the whole done. house. Uh-huh. Two. She cleaned the whole house. Yeah, she cleaned the whole tired. house, but, like, everyone else is like, you made one delivery. Yeah. Amazon makes, like, 300. One driver makes, like, 300. I'm like... And they don't, they don't, they don't fly. Yeah, they don't even get brakes. But so after that, it kind of, you can tell that there's like a time goes by and her like delivery service kind of picks up a little bit and she has people show up and Tombo shows up again and she treats him like dirt again. And she's just like, "Mm, I don't have time for you. And he actually just tries to buy something and she's like, no, he goes, well, Hey, if you want, I've got, I've got an invitation if you want to come and like, like come to this aviation party with me um i'll be here at six if you want to go and she's like hmm, whatever and i'm like what a bitch like tombo out here like my boy out here trying and she's just not giving him the time of day and so but she's very excited too she just doesn't show it in front of him oh yeah 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 no 
that's uh that comes up like real fast during her next delivery because she gets delivery for these old ladies which these old ladies by the way my favorite characters in the entire show like yeah they are oh, yeah. the epitome of my favorite characters in here so she shows up and like i said it's these two old ladies and the lady who opens the door she's like yeah sure come on in and she holds the broom and uh kiki goes to talk to the older lady and she's in there and she's like oh well my oven's not working here i'll pay you and since you're not gonna be able to take it so she calls for the other old lady but slightly younger and she's like messing with the broom and everything and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm like yeah i like these people and so kiki's Does, like she opened the door i remember seeing it like mm-hmm. for the first time and she opened the, the old the old lady with the big nose opened the door and I'm sitting there, I'm like, gosh, she has to be a bad witch. <laughs> An evil witch. Like, the, fir- the so the first delivery was to a shack, or not uh, not not to the shack, but there was a shack in the woods. And I'm thinking Hensel and Gretel. Gretel. Mm, and yep. then the next delivery is an evil witch. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking of, like, I'm just thinking of bad things that could happen in this yep. show. And, I, uh, and no, not yeah. really. Yeah, and so she was like, oh, I wasn't able to cook this pot pie because my electric stove isn't working. Here, I'll just give you the money that I was going to give you. And Kiki's like, oh, no, I can't take that. I was I was supposed to deliver it. I can't take your money if I don't deliver it. So there's like this old cast iron stove on the wall, and they get it all set up. And for some reason, this lady has like three million pieces of wood in her shit out back. And so they get it all fixed up. And they start like cooking it and everything and the and Gigi the entire time's like hey if you're gonna make it to that party you gotta hurry up it's at six o'clock and it's already like five thirty. she's like oh don't worry it'll take me like 15 minutes to get there it'll be fine and so it gets a little bit closer to time and it's now about like five forty. so it's about like the 15 minute mark and she's like oh and Gigi goes again he's like hey you gotta go like you only have till six She's like, oh, it's fine. I have it till six. And the old lady over here is over here's her. And she's like, you said until six, my clock's 10 minutes slow. So it's like five fifty now. So yeah. she absolutely has like no time. So she, they take it out. She's like, is it ready? She's like, oh, it'll be fine. And so they instantly like take off. And of course it starts raining. And so she's got this pot pie and she's booking it, trying to get there. And at this time, Tombo, it cuts to him and he's like making the walk over there. And he's like walking through the rain and by the fa- and by the way, can we just take a second to say, sheesh, Tombo looking he, he lit. Fly, he man. was fly, he like he cleaned like up. Prom. Oh yeah, he was he was already like every girl in the town would have been on my boy Tombo here, but no, he was saving himself for this for this witch. Heck yeah. Oh yeah, he was. I literally put in my notes, sheesh, my boy looking fly, which he was, and so. She gets to the house, and the house is just bopping. Like, it's playing, like, hip-hop music and stuff like that. Like, it's just going off. And she opens it, and this bitch is like, Oh, grandmother made me another pot pie. I told her not to make this again. And I'm like, dude, yeah. your grandmother tried so hard for this, and you're just a terrible, terrible human being. And so Kiki gets her signature, starts flying back. And you can tell she's upset because she's like, I was going to go at six. I didn't make it. And at this point, like she even sees Tombo flying away and Gigi's like, Hey, if you, if you hurry, you could still catch him. And she's just like completely ignoring him. 
she lands she right. goes up to the room asano's like hey uh, he's walking away aren't, aren't you gonna go to the party she's like i can't go in these wet clothes and so she runs inside and she just fucking lays down in the bed and falls asleep yeah and so now uh we're going to review kiki fucking dies of hypothermia <laughs> god yeah that 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 scene was that like 10 minutes mm-hmm. i've heard just in bed and died she thinks she's dying <laughs> oh yeah yeah i was like okay kiki dies we got a whole lot of time to go left now oh yeah but um so asano comes back up and she's like hey i know you're feeling sick but um look i'll get you some food that boy came to look for you again she's like oh no and she's like i said he can come back later and visit you and she's like no not like this and I found it funny. She's like, well, just try to rest up. As she opens the door, she, or the window, she's like, you need some fresh air. And the first thing you hear is, hang, hang, of a car going by. I'm like, you're just going to get straight exhausted to that window. <laughs> I'm like, she's just going to die of, like, smoke inhalation here in a minute. And so she starts feeling better. And the Osano, the bakery lady, she tells Kiki, she's like, hey, I have this delivery for you. You need to take it in person. Um... If you're feeling better, it's fine. If not, she's like, no, I'm feeling better. I'll take it. And so she goes to get Gigi. And Gigi's, Gigi's hitting on this other cat, this girl cat. Oh, yeah. uh, he, he's he's putting all the moves on her. Like, he's he's just... Like, he was getting ready. And so she's like, hey, don't worry about it. I got this. And so she takes it. And she's staring over the over at the ocean. She's just enjoying the day. And, and Tombo pops up again. He's like, hey, what are you doing? She's like... Uh, I got I have a delivery and I can't remember the last name but he goes yeah that's me and at first I was like before she had found out that it was him I'm like oh something bad's gonna happen because she's going off on her own like something bad's happening but no Asano like set her up to make this delivery and I'm like good job Asano good good on you and so he's like hey I gotta show you this thing that I've been working on and so they go to his garage and they go into the garage, and it's a bike with just a massive metal propeller on the front of it. What? Metal, metal? I think it was uh, wooden. Was it wooden? Yeah, wooden propeller. Right. It, it, it looked like it was metal to me. I, I could have been wrong. Gotcha. But, but so anyways, so he's like, yeah, this is what we were, uh, this is what the invitation was for because we had made all this progress on it. And he starts it up, and this thing's like spinning like incredibly fast and he's leaning forward on the pike and is like an inch away from this propeller i'm like dude's about to cut his face off like that's all that i could think like the next three notes in my in my line is this thing's gonna kill him this is how he's gonna die holy shit he's about to die (laughs) and like so they go on this joyride on this bike and she even comes like really close to the ground i'm like this this thing is just a death trap how is nobody died on this thing yet because they're like zooming through and they're going to go look at the blimp that just landed because she didn't hear about it because she was sick and dying of hypothermia and so they're like oh we'll go down to the beach and check it out and all that and so they're zooming and they almost get hit by this car but the car like the bike goes up in the air and kind of like floats for a little bit and i'm like first off how is that fucking working i'm like it has to be her because there's no way right. this propeller that's just stuck to the front of the bike is actually doing <laughs> anything. With no wings or anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's no no way that this should stay up. And so they're like, 
whoa, how did we stay up on all that? And so while they're busy thinking about that, another car comes by. And then instead of being able to go to the right, another car pulls to the right. And so they like just absolutely fall off the side. And I'm like, my first thought was, oh, they're just going to fly away. Nope. They just straight up plummet straight down. And I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. a dear God. And so they fall down and the propeller falls off the bike. And it, it makes sense now that you say it was probably made of wood, but I was thinking it was made of metal. So I'm like, oh my God, the propeller fell off the bike. It probably just landed on somebody and like cut them in half. Cause like that thing would have just gone straight down. Well, that, that, that shit just flew though. It kept oh, going yeah, and it going kept and going. going. Yeah. I'm and, sitting there like, it's going to hit the blimp. Yeah. And so, and so Kiki starts laughing. She's like, oh, your face looks so funny. And it's like this real sweet, cute moment and everything. And so they kind of have like, a day to themselves and they're like over on like the hills staring at the water looking at the blimp and all that and just having a good time and uh tombo's friends pull up and they're like hey tombo we're gonna go look at the boat or the blimp do you want to come look and he's like yeah sure because he like loves everything aviation he's like yeah sure and immediately kiki like just seems so pissed off and i'm like mm-hmm. bitch what the fuck it's like it's his friend's he even invited, he's like, hey, Kiki, come on, let's go check it out. She's like, no, I don't want to. I'm like, bitch, it's not like he just completely abandoned you. He's like, hey, come hang out with us. And it's like, I just got that feeling again that she was just too stuck up for everybody else. So I could be wrong. I, I don't remember too much. But mm-hmm. I, I think what triggered her there is she saw one of the girls from the party. That that girl from the party who mm-hmm. was stuck up. And her realizing that he's friends with her and those type of people made her mad. Gotcha. And that's why she was like, well, screw this. I'm just going to go walk. Gotcha. So, yeah. So, she abandons him at the beach and everything goes back. And even when she gets back, uh, she tries to talk to Gigi. And Gigi's just meowing. And she's like, all right, well, fuck you too then. Yeah. And so... She's like, oh, okay, and she's just kind of feeling down in the dumps, and so Gigi comes back in the morning, and she's like, you can clean your plate and everything, and Gigi just, like, seems like he doesn't even understand her. Like, he just starts eating his food, and he, like, actually takes in a dips, and he's just meowing the entire time. She's like, why can't I understand him? And so she's, like, starting to freak out a little bit. She's like, hold on, and so she gets on her broom, and she tries to jump, and she like floats for a little bit and then boom, right on the ground. Yep. And so she tries it again and boom, right back down. And so at this point, I'm like, holy shit, she's not able to use her witch's powers and all that. And so she even goes down to like this hill because she's like, maybe I need a running start. And she's got her mom's broom and everything. She's running and she like kind of glides a little bit, kicks off, glides a little bit and then falls. And she falls in this ditch and it turns out she broke her mother's broom. I'm like, man, that's that that fucking sucks. And so, like, the next couple of days, she's, like, just reeled down to the dumps. Like, she's still working at the bakery and all that, but she can't make deliveries. She can't do any of that because she can't fly anymore. And then Ursula from the shack ends up tracking her down. And she's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. She's like, well, you never came and visited me, so I figured I'd just come and see you then. She's like, oh, Okay. She's like, here, come out to the shack. You've earned some time off and everything. You seem upset, so let's go out there. So they go out there, and Ursula's a painter. And so I thought it was kind of funny, though, the way that Ursula gets around. 
She has no consistent form of transportation. She literally just hitchhikes everywhere. Heck yeah. And it was Lots fun- of the hitchhikes. Yeah. And it was funny because this one dude's like, oh, I thought you were a boy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, get <laughs> shit on. But, um, so she walks into the, into the cabin and there's this painting there. And like, so Kiki's like, oh, it's so pretty because it's like a lady and a horse and like a dog with horns on like a moonlit sky. And I'm like, oh, Ursula's definitely on shrooms or she's like taking some sort yeah, of drugs. It, it didn't, it doesn't fit the theme of the show in my opinion. The painting? It was, yeah, it was too oh, yeah. like abstract. Yeah, it was very like Starry Night meets an LSD trip. Mm-hmm. Because it had the same kind of brush stroke and everything. And and so she's like, oh, it's so pretty and all that. And she's like, and Kiki's explaining to Ursula, she's like, I don't, I don't think I have my powers anymore. I can't fly. I haven't been able to do any of this. And she's like, you know what? Magic sounds a lot like, like art. You know, a lot of times I don't know what to paint or I couldn't think of things to paint. And I realized I was just like copying other, other paintings and I realized I kind of had to take a break from it and everything. She's like, well, why can't I fly? She's like, you just need to take a break. Like, right. Just she was relying too much on flying for yeah. delivery stuff. Yeah. She was like, she was like, oh, I've just always known how to do it. And I even put in my notes, I put chill the fuck out, fam. Take a walk. Try some of this LSD. I can. <laughs> because like, well, she obviously didn't always know how to do it because when she was oh, yeah. taken off from, her house the bells yeah yeah she kept it in the trees mm-hmm but like but that's the way that she described it she's like oh i just knew inside of me that i could do it mm-hmm. and so that's kind of that's more so what i meant not like they always knew how right, to do right, it right. but like they oh, felt yeah. like it was like riding a bike it's like if you try to ride a bike now you know how to do it but you're not like constantly thinking about it right but um so yeah so they have a little girl's night out and she kind of finds her like she's like you need to find your inspiration you need to stop just kind of relying on yourself so much and you need to find out kind of like why you do what you do and everything you can't just be fully reliant on knowing what you do and that's kind of what this whole movie seemed like it was about that she had to go and find herself that's the whole point Mm -hmm. of her leaving at 13 and so she's like hey just you need to stop and just take a break for a little bit and so God, I wish I had that. Just go find myself at 13. Oh, yeah. If you try to you go know, and find yourself at 13 now, uh, I think an older man's going to find you <laughs> before you find yourself. Yeah, but we would have skipped our emo phase. Oh, yeah. I- I'm pretty sure I even had one of those. Thank thank God Cheyenne met me after that because <laughs> that would have been not good. <laughs> but my emo phase wasn't so much like long hair, all that. I always had football, so kind of. Oh yeah, well, mine wasn't either. Out, but. but it was like I'd wear Breaking Benjamin shirts and like asking Alexandria, and I listened to that music. I didn't even like that music. I just listened to it just because it's a phase, mom. It's a phase. It's not a phase. Yeah, I I just kind of wore hoodies all the time, and I thought yeah. I was cool and all that. I wore a tap out. You remember tap out? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah I wore that a lot. I wore uh, uh and one. Oh, I wear, I think brand. I'm wearing those socks right now. I can't check, but. Yeah, yeah. But um so yeah. So she comes back and she's still kinda of down in the dumps, but she gets a call before she leaves and it's like, Hey, 
I have a call from the old people that you took that one time. She's like, they have a they have a delivery for you. She's like, do you think you can do it? She's like, yeah, I can do it. She's like, all right, we'll just stop by there on the way back. And again, she has to hitchhike to get back. So she hitchhikes, right. she hitchhikes a car. She gets all the way to the old people's house as she walks in. And the old lady's like, oh, how can I help you and everything? And she's like, oh, I'm here to take the delivery. And she's like, oh, good. And she's like, it's a... And she tells the younger old lady, she's like, can you bring the box in here? So she brings it in. And she goes, uh, go ahead and open the box. And Kiki opens the box. And on it, it says Kiki. And it has a little frosting drawing of her. And it is so sweet. And I literally put in here, oh, fuck everyone else. I only like the old people. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are just oh, so yeah. nice. And, like, she's like, oh, I I just wanted to see if you can deliver this to this sweet young girl who helped me make a delivery one time. And I'd like to know the sweet young girl's birthday so I can make another one for her when it's her birthday. And I'm just like, oh, come the fuck on. And I'm like, this is like so innocent and so pure. And Kiki starts crying and she's like, don't cry. And she's like, certainly I'll take it. She's like, but I have one request is that I have to find out the birthday of the lady who's having me deliver it so I can repay them with a gift whenever I take it. She's like, fine. Sounds like a so deal. So innocent. Oh, That's... it's so innocent. Oh, man. For five seconds. Heartwarming. For five seconds. Because the younger old lady turns on the TV and she's like, oh, the blimp. Look. And it, it turns on. And the blimp is like absolutely flipped because the strong winds from earlier that messed up the mm-hmm. geese, it's now caught the blimp. And it's like lifting the blimp up. And like this thing, they completely lost track of the back of it. So it's like almost pointed straight down, but it's lifting into the air. And all these guys are trying to hold on to it. It's crashing into everything. And the rope starts to get away from them. And there's only one person holding onto the rope. And it's Tombo. Out of everybody, all the sailors, all of everybody, Tombo was the one who held on. My hero. Yeah. We might review that one day, but that's not that's not the subject of this one. <laughs> <laughs> but um so he's on this rope, and so Kiki starts freaking out. She's like, that's Tombo. And the entire time, the younger old lady's like, oh, it's just getting good. I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I'm like, these old people are like the best. And so she's like, oh, we'll, we'll go help them. And so she starts like absolutely taking off. And she's running because she can't fly. So she's like, she's hauling it. And she's like, oh, I, I got to save them. And she's like running right down the middle of the street and these fire trucks are right behind her. They're like, you got to get out of the way. And so she jumps to the side and she's standing there and there's this guy standing there and he's holding a deck brush. So she's like, sir, can I have your broom? And he goes, well, no, you can't have my broom. She's like, gee, thanks. And so she just takes it and runs with it. And I'm like, she just stole this man's broom. And she's sitting in the middle of the street and it like gets real quiet and everyone like looks at her. And she's sitting there and it gets real suspenseful. Oh, oh, man. And like all the bristles shoot out on the broom. Like there's this gust of wind. And she goes, fly. And she takes off and hits like everything on the way up. Well, but, but, hold on, hold on. So that scene, every time I could see it, 50 children, I could get, get goosebumps. Mm-hmm. The hair on my arm just like. Stands up like the up. bristles on the yeah. broom. Heck yeah. I mean, that's just. One like another in my opinion I- iconic scene from it um just the way everything swooshes up mm-hmm. her hair and like her dress a little bit and and obviously it's not as uh 
delightful when she starts hitting everything. But it's such a powerful moment where oh, she's, yeah. she's almost there and finding herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she so she takes off and again, it's not like she's instantly right back at it. She hits like everything on the way up, like right. the same way that she did when she left the town the first time she hit different like, broom. Mm-hmm. So she starts hitting everything, and at the, and so she's trying to make it to Tombo, who's hanging by a rope. And at this point, there was a police car at the end of it that he could like kind of sit on, but it ends up the bumper falls off. So now he's at the bottom of the rope. And he's just sitting on the bumper. The police, the police car completely fell off. And so he's sitting here. And the blimp's still going. But now the blimp's hitting like right for the clock tower. This massive clock tower. And there's this old man. He's like, here, jump to me. And he, he's talking to the captain. He's like, Captain, what do I do? He's like, you got to jump to him. And before he even has a chance to do anything, they hit the clock tower. And so he's like pinned up against the clock tower now. And he's like standing on the bumper, just kind of holding on for dear life. And now, I don't know what this rope is attached to because the part of the blimp that hit the tower is the same part that the rope was attached to. So he's hanging from a rope, but it's swinging back and forth away from the clock tower. And so he's just kind of dangling away from the clock tower. So I don't know what this rope is attached to, but he's like hanging away. And all this time, Kiki's trying to make her way there, but like the broom's not working. So like she flies for a little bit and then it'll stop. And she like hits a couple roofs and she like falls off she's about to hit the ground and it starts flying again happens again she's about to hit the ground like comes within inches of hitting the ground and she just starts like zooming along like the the ground base level and so she makes it to Tombow and she's trying to get like right to him but like every time she does the broom will drop a little bit and I found it funny that there was this commentator he's like it's a bird it's a plane it's it's a girl no it's a witch and I'm like, okay, dude, good job. And so, man, props to Tombo. He have, he must have like the upper strength of a god because he has held onto this rope for easily a solid 30 minutes. Like he is just gripping onto this. Sorry, I was trying to like swallow there and I got stuck. So he's been holding onto this. And, and so she ends up getting to him. But as soon as she like gets right to him, he loses his grip and everyone's like, don't give up. I'm like, he's not giving up. He literally probably physically can't anymore. Right. And so she zooms down to try to get him and she manages to control it just long enough to where she's able to like grab onto him. But she's like also falling off. She grabs onto the broom. So she's got one hand on the broom, one hand on him. And then she's able to like finally take it down slowly. And they like land on the like mattress pad thing that they have the big like trampoline looking thing. And everybody's celebrating the people on the ground. The announcer's like, oh, she got him. And the people in the blimp, and I'm like, hold up. The blimp is still crashing. They're like, oh, oh yeah. she did it. And like, I'm like, wait a minute. That blimp is crashing. And the people on the blimp are like, oh, she did it. I literally put it here. Um, I put, um, no, I'm sorry. They are still crashing. <laughs> it's not about the blimp and the people in there. It's about... Uh, she got her confidence back her inspiration yeah and then so while all this is going on asano has she starts having contractions she's like oh we need to get to the hospital the baby's coming and this is the very first time i found out that that guy is her husband yeah i thought that was just like a worker who was like really good at his job no that's a husband because he's like and he like starts running around and everything and 
And so now everybody's like celebrating Kiki saved Tombo. Everything's going good and all that. And, and it, uh, it's basically the end. They get to the point, um, like the end credits and Tombo, they finally made the, uh, the bike plane that he was making looks mm-hmm. nothing like the prototype by the no, way it doesn't have doesn't have the propeller in the front yeah nothing. it's in the back and everything it looks completely different it looks like they built like an actual plane which i give them props on but um so yeah they're they're just kind of flying around and then there's an after credit scene where the father comes in and he's like hey we finally got a letter from kiki and by the way i didn't say this earlier but i'm gonna bring it up now nobody told her that she could possibly lose her powers like, I feel like that could have been a thing that the mom could have said. Like, they could have been like, oh, and if you, like, find out one day you can't fly or Gigi stops talking to you, it's fine. It's one of the things you do when you grow up. No, she's just like, I guess I lost my powers. So I'm like, you decided not to tell your daughter that this could happen. And so, anyways, they get the note and she's like, I can't remember exactly what she says, but she's like, hey, I found my new city. Um, I thought at first I didn't like it, but I think I finally found a home here and everything. And it's like this this, this real sweet letter and everything. And um, I'm sorry, I just had to laugh. I was going to say this earlier, but I didn't. So I don't know if I said it earlier, but every witch has like their specialty. I'm sure you said it because I don't think I did. Yeah. Uh, every witch has their specialty and like the girl that she met her specialty was telling the fortunes of love like pe- how people their right. future but it would only be like love future and so I'm like oh so Kiki's specialty is I pick up shit over here and I drop it off over here <laughs> I'm like Delivery. that doesn't seem like like a specialty it just seems like the post office but easier <laughs> So I was like, she kind of got screwed on that one. She didn't learn yeah. how to make potions or anything. Kiki just knows how to fly, and she forgot how to do that. But So, I mean, the way I look at it is the broom is life, and you are riding life. Yeah. Sometimes it seems like life isn't going your way, and you have to find yourself to get going. Yeah. No, yeah, like... And something I didn't really notice until, like, I was talking about it just now. This show does a very good job of, like, keeping constant reoccurring themes. Right. Like, the gusts of wind, that's always in there. The storms, it's always in there. And it makes sense because it's right off the ocean. The ocean gets a lot of gust and wind and all that. And just everything stays constant. It doesn't change itself throughout the movie. It doesn't... Like, there's no unbelievable, like, main obstacle that the protagonist has to overcome. It's, like you said, sometimes life doesn't go the way that you're expecting it to. And so, you have to kind of learn how to live with life when it's not going Mm -hmm. how you may have planned it. And it's a very simple theme, but it's a very good theme that was executed very well. I think that's why they picked age 13. Age 13 is a crucial age. Mm-hmm. And even a, more so uh, in Japan. Yeah, but here in age 13, what what year do you go to high school? 14? 13, 14, around there, yeah. 13, 14. That's when you can start, that's when you get, start becoming depressed, and you try, but you're trying to find yourself. Yeah, that's when you kind of go through a lot of changes as a person. And that's what 
the show is about. Mm-hmm. Her going through changes. She walked in being all stuck up and she lost her powers and then she needed to find herself. I mean, it, this show is life. Yeah. Yeah. This is very much a um, a parallel to... And it's and like I said, it's not trying to do some sort of like, like metaphor for life or anything like that. Where it's like, well, it's just a simple message. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was trying to say. It's not like they're not trying to be overly complicated with it. And by doing like having this, like, oh, now there's a monster that shows up in town. It's very much so just learning to live when life doesn't go how you expect it to be. Right. Especially at such a young age. 13. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially if you sound like 31 when you're 13. Okay, now. <laughs> okay. It, your your critiques were doing good, you know. Um, uh, you don't have to throw that in there. Did you see um, Gigi's kids? I did not. I didn't. Uh, the the, um, the kittens. During the credits, it shows a bunch of the little baby white, the white cats. Oh, very nice. Yeah. I didn't. I I, I missed that. I was just kind of. I I'm not gonna lie. I skipped forward a little bit just to make sure that there was no after credit scene, and I saw the after credit scene. Right. But um, I just thought it may have been over. But no, I didn't see. But that's that's good. I like Gigi. I'm glad he uh he got some. All right, and with that, um, I guess your final thoughts on that show. Well, my final thoughts on my movie. ranking. No, not ranking yet. I'm not ranking. Just, just my final thoughts. No, you're gonna you're gonna rank. I just want to know, like, yeah, your final thoughts. Did you like it? Did you not? Um, what What would you have changed? Anything that you think you saw that maybe you were iffy about? Like I said, the only thing that really kind of threw me off from time to time was some of the small details. Like I said, with how the main character is supposed to be 13, but at times they sound like they're 31, which you can't blame that too much on them because it is 1989. It's probably extremely difficult to get voice actors, especially around that age. So you're probably having to have somebody do their best to try to sound that way. Um, But even Tombos wasn't that perfect because there were points where I was like, I have it written down here. And a a 27-year-old New Yorker playing a 14-year-old boy. Because, like, there were times when he was talking on the beach. He he sounded a little bit like this. He's like, I can can grow stronger. And I guarantee if I look it up, uh, that person's probably from New York. If I had to guess. But, um... Tombo? Yeah. Um, The voice actor for Tombo. I believe his name is... Uh... The one you did. Hold on. All right, I'll kill some time while you do that. But yeah, I, I thoroughly, I, I enjoyed it. Um, there were times where I thought, um, I mean, PA have, is Pennsylvania. What is PA? Pennsylvania. That's northeastern. Yeah. 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 That was pretty close. Yeah, actually, very close. Yeah. Um. Are you looking up where Pennsylvania is on a map? No, no, oh. no. Matthew Lawrence is his name. Uh, Why is that familiar? It Maybe because it sounds like Matthew Lillard, and Matthew Lillard's the guy who plays Oh, no, Scooby-Doo. Miss Doubtfire. He was, no, he was in Miss Doubtfire. Oh, okay. 
there you go but yeah like i said my final thoughts on it i i enjoyed it i did think it was a good movie there were times like i said where i was a little bit conscious of it but by all means i thought it was a good movie good good i'm glad um so would you sit down and watch it again sometime in the future would you ever better question here in 10 11 years you have a child would you show this to your child when they're like yeah of course 10 15 yeah um now the answer to your question before that would have been different i would have said no probably this doesn't seem like a movie that i'd i'd have but then again it's really hard for me to find a movie that i enjoy watching again right like in such a such a uh the demographic is obviously oh, very yeah. young. But like I said, um, it by no means was it a bad movie. Like, I'm not saying I want to watch it again because it was bad. It's just there's nothing that makes me want to go, man, I have to watch that again. But I, if, if, if a sequel ever came out. If a sequel came out, yeah, I'd probably watch it. Like, yeah, just don't because. Think it'll, don't think it'll ever happen. Oh, but, no, they've had like, what, 50 years to do it and it hasn't happened right. by now? But, um. um I, so, obviously, when I was younger and watching it, I mean. I I didn't critique anything. Mm-hmm. I just lived with what I had and I loved it. Oh yeah. Um, after watching it again, because I did watch it today, mm-hmm. um, just to freshen up. It, the only thing I see in it is, it's a quin- co- coincidence how everything goes in her favor. Um, I I I, I want to think of stuff off the top of my head. Are you talking about um, kind of like how she was able to get a place so, to stay from the baker? So, something we have with that, and I'm like, um, she literally could have been homeless. Um, just a a bunch of stuff that, you know, okay, there is a storm happening. Oh, the train you can go hide in there. Yeah. Oh, I'm homeless. Oh, there's that baker um, lady I'm about to get arrested. Oh, there's that guy to save mm. me. Um, a lot of coincidental oh, breaks, lost, you would say. Uh, oh, I've lost the, um, uh, toy. toy. Oh, found the toy. Nowhere exactly where it's at. Um, and who oh, finds the toy? I just toy? crashed, I just crashed this plane and no injuries. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. And who finds um, that toy? If it wasn't for the artist finding that toy, she may have never learned how to fly again. Right. Right. Um, other than that, I mean, I, I love it. And oh, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed watching it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for this Halloween special, mm. um, it is a very light heart. Um, light heart? Light warm? hearted. Heart no. warming. Heart calm, warming. Calm. Yeah. Very innocent. Yep. Very innocent. Uh, something I, I wanted to put in. I was hoping you'd pick this or. Um, Harry Potter. The, no, not Harry Potter. Oh. I, I knew you were going to do Harry Potter. It was just more of a, a gimmicky thing to throw in there. Gotcha. Um, and threw me off when you said, uh, no, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> I Seen don't remember this. that being Halloween. <laughs> oh, yeah, but, the whole Halloween. Uh, no, um, a very, very heartwarming show. Uh, just so when it's my turn to watch something, <laughs> I know it's going to be the complete opposite Oh yeah, you know, you know I don't I don't live on that heartwarming train. I live on the train that's like you know run over a couple people and is filled with bodies. Right. <laughs> it, it mine ain't um, filled with hay and cows, Michael. 
Ah, uh, uh, would you be up to watch more Studio Ghibli films then? Oh, of course. If they're anything like this, I would definitely watch more. Yeah. Okay, I got a I got a couple up my sleeve that once they are like this, it's more of a uh, different take. And Studio Ghibli is all over the place. It has fantasy, then it has um, kid heartwarming. I mean, it's all over. Uh, okay. Very well, nice. last but not least, mm-hmm. um, I kind of want to know your rating. My rating. Um, I do want to let you know that uh, Rotten Tomatoes critics did give it did give it a ninety eight. Mm-hmm. Um, INDB gave it a nine point nine or a, a seven point nine out of ten. So I'd say nine point nine. Right, and then uh, Common Sense Media gave it a five out of five. Nice. Five out of five is a bit easier, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with that being said, we don't care about those critics. Nope. We want to know what you think. Yes, we do. Where would you put this on the spectrum of movies? And I I would say because it is an animated movie, anime, mm-hmm. I think you need to not put it up against so much, put it up against... Friday the Thirteenth, oh yeah, I know. or um, Code Lyoko. Uh, never mind, not Code Lyoko. Code Lyoko. Oh, that that's something definitely got to get into. I've but, seen uh, it. I've definitely seen Code Lyoko. Yeah, heck yeah. Um, wh- wh- where would you put this on the anime list? I know you've seen a handful yeah. of anime. So, uh, two that I can think of off the top of my head was um, I watched. I want to eat your pancreas. I don't know if you've ever seen that. No, it's an anime movie. And then Shine's gonna kill me for forgetting the name of it. But there was another movie that we watched, and she absolutely loves it. I want to say it's your name. Yes, right. I actually know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves that movie. Like, I think she actually went and bought it. Very good, by the way. I highly recommend people watch that. But um. For my rating of Kiki's Delivery Service. I'm not going to lie to you. When I first went into it, it wasn't that high, Michael. When I was about halfway through, I was kind of getting the storyline of it. I was like, man. The storyline took forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I was like. <laughs> like I'm an like, hour I'm, and like 15 minutes mm-hmm. was all just building up. I was like, man, I'm really not. I'm really not feeling Kiki and all that. But the more I kind of watched it, the more I let it simmer. Especially going over it now, you see all the kind of small subtleties that kind of really help bring the story all together. I would have to say, is this going under anime or movies? Anime. Anime? Um, Yeah, just just anime in, in general. So for my anime ranking... I have to go with, I'll go with a nine. I'll go with a solid nine. Wow. I like that. All right. Because I, like I don't want to go too high on it. Because like I said, I liked it, but I started thinking of other animes and what I kind of go off of on those. And I, I still think it definitely sits up there with the top of some of the other things that I've seen. Well, your your name, um, what you just mentioned, mm-hmm. Cheyenne, absolutely loving is very good too. Oh yeah, v- very bright and beautiful. Mm. Um, 
Uh, it's um, romance. Oh yeah, and like fantasy, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it also, I, th- I think, I don't know, I don't have it in front of me, but it very high up there. Oh, yeah. um, Rotten Tomatoes and might be even higher. IMDb, but and a nine. Yeah, I was going to give I, it a point, I, but I, yeah. I I decided to give it a flat nine. Gotcha. What what do you think my score is for it? Nine point eight. Nine point two. Uh yeah. So not it's just not too not too far off yours. Yeah. Um, um, I and thought, it, it, it's, I it's, thought it's, with it's, it being like more of a a childhood memory that you might bump it up just off of nostalgia, but nine point two is a bit conservative that I would have thought from you. No, um, because I have animes that I've watched that where it'll sit at a five, a four. Mm-hmm. Um, I I can think of three off the top of my head. Um, yeah. And then I have some that are even higher, um, but no, because because it's nostalgic and and I just absolutely beautiful. Um, all ages can watch it. Oh yeah, um, definitely it's, a it's, good it's, family it's, movie. Sits all the way up there. And uh, with that being said, though, I think it's about end. Yeah, it's um, coming to a close. Our time has come. Mm-hmm. This is the first of our Halloween specials. Yes, so make, make sure, sure you come back. Mm-hmm, make sure on 31st we will have another Halloween episode. October 31st, mm-hmm. 2021, which is Sunday. Yep, so a day before our normal release date. but Right, so just a disclaimer, um, because it's going up on a Sunday, we will not be having it on November 1st. We will not have a, a Monday. Monday episode, yep. Right, um, just because it's so close to, um, yeah, just because it's so close to uh, that Monday. Mm-hmm. Now, um, with that being said, we do have um, an exclusive uh, show that's kind of been popping up mm-hmm. um, by yours truly, Tyler. Do you that want to be talk me. just a little bit about it real quick? Yeah, I can go ahead and give a quick rundown. So we both know how much y'all love listening to us. And um, even though, like I was going to say this a bit earlier, um, you would like to have two back-to-back episodes from us. Our little hearts cannot take that. But what we will be trying to do is we want to try to expand our portfolio a little bit more, kind of give y'all a little bit more content. And in case you haven't noticed, we have started a Patreon for the Same Wavelength Podcast for any of y'all who would love to support us. We would love for y'all to support us too if y'all feel fit. But basically, I am starting a show that I will be heading on my own. It'll be a lot shorter than our regular episodes, about 30 minutes, somewhere around there. Um, Basically, where I just try to give a fun kind of comedic take on any movie that I've watched recently. So it won't have the back and forth that you have come to love from me and Michael, but it will be something that I'm going to try to do to kind of give y'all a little bit more content and maybe until we start getting a few more people in the Patreon, we might throw it on Spotify for y'all to listen to, to kind of, kind of appease y'all throughout the week. But, um, we would love to have more kind of Patreon exclusive things. And if y'all would love to support us in that way, we would love to get as much extra content out for y'all. We have many more projects that we are thinking of doing to give y'all more content but um, we feel like this is a good way to kind of give y'all a little bit more and show y'all how much we appreciate for every single one of y'all listening. 
Right, right, yeah. So, uh, I've listened to just a little snippet of um, the first episode of uh, Tyler's, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's a different take, and um, it is just him. Um, now, he was saying something about it kind of being on Spotify um, for the beginning. Um, I think for a couple of episodes, we want to keep it so everyone can uh, get a little taste of it. Mm-hmm. I think every project that we start... Um, obviously, our main is uh, same wavelength um, podcast, but obviously we're going to have these um, standalone projects that are going to be almost um, an audience study into uh, same wavelength. We'll throw a couple episodes on Spotify first and then slowly, gradually move it to um, Patreon. But we want you all to taste it a little bit. Just, mm-hmm. you know, a, a little dessert before you have dinner um, yeah. because we're all grownups now. Um uh, so, I mean, we want to hear y'all's opinions, and did we botch this review? Uh, we do have a Gmail um, where you can email us at. Um, Tyler, you want to hit them with the Gmail? Yeah, so our Gmail is going to be same wavelength. Uh, is it same wavelength podcast? Sorry, I... Uh, no, no, same wavelength pod. Same wavelength pod. Yeah, sorry. If I would have had it up, I would have had it ready for you, but right, I don't have my it in front apologies. Of me. No, it's fine. So yeah, it's going to be same wavelength pod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from any of y'all. If y'all have any suggestions, um, feel free to shoot us an email. Um, also, if there are any actual sponsors out there that would like to get in contact with us, you can also hit us right through there. We would love to produce anything that y'all would like to pay us for. We would gladly give everything we can to uh, bring y'all some customers. Right, right. And then Patreon real quick, if you just if you look up same same wavelength question mark podcast, we should pop up. You'll see our icon or whatever and it'll be there. Mm-hmm. Um but with that being said, we enjoy these projects and um so many more to come. Um I think we're gonna end it there. That we will. So I'm Michael. I'm Tyler. And are we on the same wavelength? Probably not find out maybe next episode uh see you guys later see ya Uh,